But I believe that we are champions in this room. I believe that God's presence is already here, and I believe that he's already come to bless you. I believe that he's already given you the thing that you've asked for. I believe that you're desiring to press into him tonight. And because you're desiring to press into him, come on, clap those hands like you're going crazy, like we do at my church, Faith Temple Community, Church of God in Christ. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We're excited about what God is doing for us and what he's doing to us and what he's doing through us because he is God. And because he is God, he can have his way in us. Is that all right with you? Because he's God. I am so delighted. My wife is going to have to leave, but I am absolutely delighted to have my wife with me tonight. Give it up for my wife, Sister Michelle. We call her Sister. Sister Michelle. Sister Michelle's in the back, and she may have to tip out soon because she's got a class tonight. So uh, thank her for coming tonight and being with us. I am so proud of each of you here on a, what night is this? Is this Thursday night? You know, I've been feeling Friday all day, so I, I didn't want to say the wrong day of the week. I've been feeling like Friday all day. Pray for my son. My son Micah just left for Spain this morning, so he texted me a little bit ago and said they were catching the plane in Newark, New Jersey or somewhere down there. So pray for my son as he travels on his first international flight because he's on my heart and he's on my mind. So pray for him. Pray for me. Anybody willing to pray for me? Pray for me. Are you really? You're like, I ain't playing. Pray for me. Um, Lord, I just pray that you're with um, Pastor Claude right now and that he has a really good message. And I pray that you use him and that he brings your word tonight in your holy, beautiful, and precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for praying for me. What's your name, dear heart? Allie. Thank you for praying for me, Allie. I needed that. I needed that. You know, the church, you are the church. Did you not realize that? You are the church. The church is not this physical building. This is the church building. But guess who? Who, who is the church? We are, we are the church. And tonight we want to talk about the church, you. The church, you. And you've heard it a lot tonight in terms of the theme of where we're going. We really need to understand that in order to really be the church, some of us need to be self-disciplined. Get the switch out. This is what my mama would say if she was here. I'm going to whoop you. Get the switch. We've got to be self-disciplined. And you know what? As we are self-disciplined, we grow into a system of accountability. We are our brother's keepers. We are our sister's keeper. You with me? All right. We, we are. We are our brothers and our sister's keeper. There's some scripture. We're going to read a lot of scripture. So whether you have your Bible or not, it's on the big screen. So as we come to Generation Church, to Generation Church United, it's going to be more and more and more and more important that if we're really going to get this thing, we've got to get into this word. So whether you bring your Bible or not, if I'm ever back again, it's going to be on the big screen. Let's read. The first scripture is from 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians the ninth chapter, we're going to read a couple of verses, verses 24 through 27. And I need, this, I need you to do this for me tonight. I need everyone, let me just see your hands if you know how to read. Let me, let me just make sure we've got some readers in the house. Now that you know how to read, the expectation is that you will do what? All right, we got it. We're, all, we're on the same page. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 9 and 24, read.
Only one receiving the prize, so run your race. Read that you may lay hold of the prize and make it yours. Next. Now, every athlete who goes into training conducts himself temperately and restrains himself in all things. They do it to win a... Uh-huh. You know what? You know what? Hold on right there for a second, Alex. We, we, we do this a lot at church because in this day and time, young folk, somebody say, I'm a young person. We just forget to bring our Bibles to church. How, how many of you got a Bible at home somewhere, probably got some dust on it? Come on now. Be honest. Okay. Let's read. Here we go. But like a boxer, I buffet my body. Handle it roughly, discipline it, and subdue it for the fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and the things pertaining to. Ah, yeah. You know what? If we were just light readers, first, second grade perhaps, we'd stop there. But because we are heavy readers, and we, somebody say, I love the Word of God. And because we love the Word of God, we're going to read some more. Second scripture, Galatians, the sixth chapter, the first and the second verse. Read, brethren, if any person is overtaken in a misconduct or sin of any sort, ye who are spiritual, stop right there, any spiritual people in the house? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, read, here we go, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit should set himself right and restore and restate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness, keeping an at, mm You know what? We've got to practice some self-control. We've got to practice. Who, 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 who's the church? We are the church, and we're more than the pews that you're sitting on. We're more than that. Somebody just say it. I'm just more than that. Say it with an attitude. I'm just more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read. Bear, endure, carry one another's burdens and troublesome. And in this... Yeah, yeah. Now, some of you just read more scripture than you've read since January. I understand that. It's all right. But now that you're in practice, my prayer is for the remainder of the sermon that you would read along with us. The church. Can anybody say from the word, not from what you thought, not from what you heard, but from what you've read, the church. What is it? We're the church. But, but what does the Bible say? The church. The church is, let me say it this way. Most folks consider their family, their career, or studies as the focus or the foundations of their lives. I didn't just get here because I'm looking good. But I, I, I really think my, my family helped me get here. My mama raised me right. 
my children calls me to pray. Even devout Christians who profess a strong desire to be close to God are often too actively involved in church activities. Any folks involved with church activities in here? We just get all up into church activities. We all into the activities. Get, give me the bingo. Somebody shout bingo. bingo. Give me the bingo. Give, 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 give me the basketball game. What else we do in church? Activities. Activities. Volley, give, put me on the volleyball team. What else? Dodge. I want to play dot. Give me the dodgeball team. What else? Church what? Church cookout. Take me to the cookout. Take me to the camp out. But church is more than that. And because you are the church, you are more than that. You are more than the sports activity that you participate in. The church. The church, according to the word, is the household of faith. The church, read, as we are therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. The church, you ought to be good to your brother. You ought to be good to your sister. The church, the church, the church is more than just a cookout. We are the household of faith, and we are responsible for one another. Can you say amen? That's what we say at my church when we really like what we hear. Amen. The church. Read. The church is the body of Christ. Here we go. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. We're the church. We are the church. The body of Christ. And you know what? I don't see anyone just sitting on their head. I see everyone with at least two arms. I see lots of you with at least two legs. I see most of you with hair on your head. I, I talked about myself. I got a haircut today. It's gone. I see most of you with eyes and arms and toes and clothes. And, you know, we're talking about the body of Christ, the church. The church. What are we? The church. We are God. This is for the deep folk. Any, any deeps, any young folk can get deep, deep. For you who are deep, the church is the candlestick or the golden candlestick. The church. All the way over in the book of Revelation. The church. Read. Yeah, we are the church. We're the church. The church. You know what? It goes on and 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 on. The church. The pillow and the ground of truth. You know what? You need to tell the truth sometimes. We're talking about self-discipline. We're talking about us being the church. We're talking about self-discipline, and we're going to talk about the fact that once we are disciplined, we'll enjoy the system of accountability that helps us not only to stay disciplined, but helps us as the church and causes us to grow. 
There is no way that you are going to be self-disciplined and being accountable to your brother and your sister and not grow. Anybody want to grow, jump to your feet. Let me just see who wants to grow. Those who didn't jump just stood up, just sit down again, sit down again, sit down. Some folks, this is how some people got up that wanted to grow. Lord, I'm in the church and I want to grow. You know what? I could tell just by the way you got up, you were more than just tired. You are staggered in your growth. I dare you, if you want to grow in the church, just jump up on your feet. You sit back down. The church. The church. We are the bride of Christ. The church. Who's the church? Who's the church? We are the church. We be the church. We be the church. We be the church. Look at this could be you. Because the church has failed to fulfill most of these God-given roles, most Christians have also abandoned the church. Because we fail to do all the things that we just read about in being the church. Because we've abandoned these God-given roles. These are your roles. The church, so many have abandoned it. Let us look at the church using the similarity of the body. I started to wear a white lab coat tonight, but I, you know, ran out of time. You know how it is. Just, just ran out of time. And since Alex did such a great job, give it up for Pastor Alex. Let me just tell you, it, it, I, I purposely placed on my calendar uh, opportunity to, to build slides and get some things together. And, and this week has just been a week. Let me just tell you, th this, this has been a challenging week for me uh, at work in particular. Um, um, uh, as, I, as I bring the word tonight, uh, there's, a lot going, there's a lot going on. Just today we announced that we we're going to lay out 450, some 500 people. And uh, 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 that, that's not fun stuff, let me just tell you. That, that is not fun stuff. So, so you, you know how corporations do it. Um, we say, well, first we volunteer, but if you don't volunteer, we're going to lay you off. So we're going to give you a chance to volunteer. Uh, so that's kind of weighing on me. Um, and there were some other challenges this week. And um, Alex sent me an email and said, can I help? Do you need anything? I'm just telling you, if you don't ever want me to bug you, please don't ever tell me or ask me, can you help? And so Alex asked me, could he help, Sean? He asked me that. He, he asked me. So give it up. You, you didn't ask. You didn't ask. You, 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 Alex, uh, uh, Alex asked me, could he help? So, so we gave him the dubious honor. I just sent him an email with all this stuff in it and, 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 said, and described what I wanted on the charts, and he built the charts. Give it up for Pastor Alex. I thank him for helping me tonight. But look it, this could be you. I said earlier that we are the church. But what? give, give me just some descriptors of what you're seeing on the screen. Anybody? Just a skeleton, bones. Dead, dead, empty, dry, no Jesus. This could be you. It could be you. Let's look at the church and let's compare it to, to the human body. Read. 
For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Ephesians, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. I said a minute ago that that could be you. But I declare and I decree on this day that because you are here, that ain't you. I declare and decree that because you love him, that is not you. That might be a part of you because if you didn't have this part, the rest of it wouldn't go. But we have to build a foundation. We said that we're talking about you, you being the church. We're talking about self-discipline, you understanding that you've, you play a role in this thing. You, you've got something to you got to do. You've got to do some heavy lifting. And my friend is in the slides in a few moments, and you'll see my friend um, in just a few moments. This could be you. But we declare and decree that that is not all of you. The church. Ask yourself the question. Ask yourself the question. Can you name four main parts of the body? And I gave you one of the answers already. Name part one. Ah, you, I wish I had some candy. Anybody got any candy? I wish I could throw a candy bar. I don't even have any candy. But I gave you one of the answers. Part number one, the skeleton. That's a vital part. If you're going to be a part of the body, you better have a skeleton. We're going to bring it together. Just stay, just stay with me. Game show. I'm Meredith Vieira. I don't have a million dollars. Or long hair. And God, no, don't call me a white woman. I'm not a white woman. I'm not. Name, 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 name the four main parts of the body. Part number one, the skeleton. Part number two, anybody try it? Muscle, okay. Skin, yeah, I heard muscle, I heard skin. Internal organs, you guys are pretty smart. The internal organs, the muscles, okay. Skin and flesh. We're comparing the church to this physical body that we're in because this really is the church. Alex, you are all right with me. I just, I tell you, I'm moving my membership to Big Flats Wesley, and I tell you, all right. There you go. The church. The skeleton. This part is the framework of the body. You agree? Amen. And it represents the church's unchanging, vital, guiding principles. The guiding principles of the church, God-centered, Bible-believing, Bible-knowing, godly living, and godly order. The church. If I'm comparing you and saying that you are the church, then what ought you be living? Somebody say godly. Yeah. If you are the church and the, the, the skeleton represents the very foundational framework then your life ought to be God-centered, Bible-believing, Bible-knowing, godly, in godly order. Look at the internal system of the internal systems of the body. 
the internal systems of the body is its life-giving forces. You, you ain't going to live very long without the blood and the, and the, and the, and the, the big, the large and the small intestines and the stomach and the, all those internal parts, right? You're not going to live. Those things are not functioning. The internal systems of the body are its life-giving forces, and it represents the church's spiritual attributes. What about you? What spiritual attributes do you have? Name some. You got any? Patience. Somebody's patient in the house. Anybody else got any spiritual attributes that they possess? Love. Huh? The joy, yeah. So somebody, you forgive? You can forgive anybody lately? Did you forgive anyone lately? Okay, good. I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is where we learn the need for obedience. Listen, if you're going to be self-disciplined, you need to learn some obedience. You, you can't just do it. You know what? When I was in the world, there was a song that said, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. That ain't it in the church. It, it, it is not your thing, and you can't just do what you want to do. There's some strict obedience to living holy and godly and having godly character. Obedience. This internal system represents the fact that, that, that we've got to be obedient. We've got to show humility. Someone said love. We've got to do what we're doing tonight. We call it unity. We've got to be willing to serve. I heard someone say we've got to have joy. We've got to have peace. We've got to be thankful. And we've got to depend on God. You can't make it in this life by yourself. Young people, listen to what I just said. You cannot make it in your school, shout out the name of your school, by yourself. You, you cannot do it by yourself. So stop trying. Come out of the closet. Stop hiding. And tell your friend, phone a friend. We're going to talk about that in a moment. You need some help. You need some help. The internal systems are the framework, four main parts of the body. Self-discipline. Check out my buddy. That's my brother. That, that, that's my brother. Does this guy look self-disciplined or what? How do you know he hadn't said anything yet? Sister girl said he's ripped. How do you know he's self-disciplined? He's sweating. What, what else? He's working. He's focused. He's ready to beat you up. He worked all his hair out. This dude is disciplined. This is my brother. He's disciplined, kind of like me. Look it. This could be you. How do you know she's disciplined? What else? She's, she's hardworking. She, she does not have a little computer in her hand doing this. She doesn't have ear, earbuds in her ear. She's writing and not texting. What a lost art that is. She's self-disciplined. You know what? Th th this could be a girl or a guy. We just happen to use a girl, but how do you know this person's disciplined? 
That's funny. She's, she's skinny. She practiced. She practices her craft, no doubt. No doubt. These folks are self-disciplined. Could I put your picture on this page? Could I put your picture on this page? Stay with me. Read. But be doers of the word, obey the message, and not merely listeners to it, betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Let me tell you, self-discipline. Self-discipline. Tonight we want to learn of the need to develop self-discipline and be accountable to each other. We live in the information age. Would you agree? With this emphasis on knowledge. Today, a man is judged. Listen to this. A man is judged by what he knows rather than what he is. A man is judged by what he knows. This is what I do oftentimes when I'm going into a meeting that I really don't know a lot about. I put on one of my best suits. For those of you who might know me, I, I, you know, I, I, I just put on one of my best. And, and Sean, without saying a word, they think I know everything. Didn't, didn't say a word. Try, try that in school. If you go to that class that you're really struggling in, put on your nice dress, your nice jeans, your nice slacks, your nice blouse. You know. Let me tell you, when it comes to discipline, you've you got to do more than just put on your nice suit. After that meeting's over, because I, I went in not knowing a whole lot, but I tend to do this when I'm, when I'm in a room when I don't know a lot. Listen. Most of us are not listening. God is speaking to you. And he's saying some things to you that you need to hear. And so many of us are so busy texting and talking that we're missing what he's telling us. We're missing it. Put on your three-piece suit. Put on your nice jeans. But you need to start listening. You know what? As we're talking about self-discipline, there's a simple definition that I need all of us to take away from this place tonight. Simple definition to self-discipline. Read. The ability to stay away from sin and to do the things that please God. Real simple. Real simple. I said that a man is judged by what he knows rather than what he is. Therefore, men of character are rare. Women of character are rare. Youth of character are rare. However, God is more concerned with what you are rather than what you do or what you know. We must not only know the Bible, but we must also be doers of the word. Be doers of the word. And in order to be disciplined, this is what we need to take away tonight. The ability to stay away from sin and do the things that are pleasing to God. You know what? Your body is the what of Christ. Your body is the temple of Christ. I dare not ask who's been drinking, cursing, and smoking. I, I'm not going to even ask. Don't raise your hand. Don't blink your eyes. Don't blink. Don't wiggle. 
I, da- I dare not ask who said something, done something, went someplace, put their hands on something, allowed their eye gate to be exposed to something that you never should have been exposed to to begin with. Who went into a place that you know you should not have been there. I, I'm not going to even say you were doing anything wrong, but as I pulled up, don't raise your hand. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to look this way as I say this, so I don't even know who it was. A, as I pulled into the parking lot, so you see, I don't know because I'm turning my back. I'm not. I'm not going to look in your eyes because I don't want to know. As I pulled into the parking lot, someone was behind the bus. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Now the youth pastor in me wanted to go out there and say, if you don't get yourself on behind this bus and get yourself in that church. And get ready. Get your mind stayed on him. I don't know who it was. I I, I didn't look, did I? But even as we come to Generation Church United, there are some of us who are sneaking and peeking. It's getting awfully quiet in here. There are some of us who have insisted that, you know what? I'll go 99.9% in. I, 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 oh. We know how to do. We can sing. We can lift our hands, but we have not sold our hearts out to him. If you're going to be self-disciplined, you know what? There's some things that we're doing we need to stop doing. And there's some things we ought to be doing that we need to, we need to get on this pony and ride. There's some things we need to start doing. Read, and every man, the word temperate means self-restraint and self-discipline. You got to put the governors on you. When you're alone all by yourself, what do you do? When ain't nobody at home but you. What do you watch? <laughs> CNN. When, 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 when you, no, no one's watching and no, no one really knows, where do you go? My friend's back. Read. Handle it roughly. Discipline it by hardship and subdue it. Read. For the. A good athlete obeys his coach. Get this one. A good kid, a good youth obeys his or her parents. It's old-fashioned, but it's just true anyhow. It, it, it's true. For those of you who think I look like I'm 20, I'm actually almost 50. And let me just tell you, it, it's, just, it's just good. It's good. It's good. I, it's like, you're like, you're almost 50. You're kidding me. I can still jump. I can dance. I can move. It's old-fashioned, but it's true. And just like an athlete, how many of you have ever been on a team? Let me see you raise your hand. 
if you've ever been on any team, any team, it could be the little league, the big league, the soccer league, the, they're all professional, they're all pro, the entry, early entry, I don't care what, any team. Now, keep your hands up, keep your hand up if you, you've been on a team. Now, put your hand down only if you are on the team and you disobeyed the coach. See? That's why you got kicked off the team. Most of us. You may put your hand down. Most of us understand that if you're going to be on the team and the coach is heading up the team, you're going to do one thing if you're on that team, and that is stay with me. We're talking about self-discipline. Sean said something, and I wrote it down. Let me go to page 12. He said, and I don't know who said it, Sean, so give me the correct reference. Draw near to God. Push yourself. That's what I, wrote. I added after that with an explanation point. You are as near to God as you want to be. You are as near to God as you self-discipline yourself to be. Lord, I want to get up in the morning. Before I go to work, I want to pray. Lord, when I get up in the morning, before I brush my teeth, I want to say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, before I leave my house, I say, God, it's just another day that you have given to me. Before I get to work and, and deal with all 29 of my knuckleheads, I say, Lord, help me to, to, to not lord over those you've given me rule over. Help me not to lord over them. Lord, Lord, bless my leadership today. This is how I pray before I leave the work, for work every day. And, and this is what I do with my 17-year-old. Any of you who are 17 and older, raise your hand. Parents, put your hand down. Parents, if, we, if, you, are, if you are an adult in this place with children, raise your hand. This is what I do with my 17-year-old. I get him in the car. I lock the door. <laughs> every day, every day. And the only way he's going to get out of there is he jump out of there while we're rolling. I say, let's pray. Every day. I don't care if he prays for 10 minutes or two seconds. He's going to pray every day. And you know what? And you're going to open your mouth and pray. You ain't going to just sit down. Prayer is more than meditation. You're going to open your mouth and you're going to say, Lord, I thank you for being here. Bless me in my school today. And this is what my son prays for every day. Help me to make my good grades. Help me to get my classwork done. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Don't take him about 20 seconds. And when he's feeling real good, maybe a minute and a half. But every day, you've got to self-discipline yourself and want to pray. Nobody shouldn't say, Johnny, time to get up and pray. Susie, it's prayer time. You ought to want to pray. You said that you are the church. You said that you were the bride of Christ. You said that you were the pillar of truth. You said it. And if you are the church, you ought to want to act like it sometime. Can I get an amen? You know what? As you continue to self-discipline yourself, we said that we are the church, right? We're the church. Doesn't this guy just look like he's the church? He just looked like he the church. Many members, all those functioning parts, all those functioning body parts, you know, we're comparing the church to the human body. If we are the church, we ought to be able to get together and meditate on it and think about it and give him glory and lift up holy hands and say amen sometime because we are the church. I was saying a moment ago about that athlete. I said this. Look it. I said a good athlete obeys his coach, right? 
He avoids such things as this, fatty foods. You know, you, you, you can't be on the team and, and eat pizza every day. And all the time. Now, now I grew up down south, and we didn't have potato chips down south. We had tater chips. We, 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 had, we, had, we had tater chips. And we didn't buy sodas. We had Kool-Aid. So you, you can't be on the team and eat tater chips and drink Kool-Aid all the time. <laughs> you can't do it. You, you got to avoid some things. And to do certain things, in order for my friend here to get buffed, like my sister girl said, he had to do something. You had to go to the gym sometime. In order for you to be self-disciplined, you've got to push past what you want to do sometime and do what's just good for you. It's just good to pray. The Bible says man ought always. Men ought always. Men ought, I, I know who praying in here. Men ought always. You ought to always pray. In order for my buddy to get sweaty like he is and, 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 and look, look how focused he is, though. He looks like he's just ready to take us all out. Look it. you got to do some things. you got to do certain things like lifting weights and you got to run. The Bible talks about running. Why must you run, the Bible says? Why must you run, the Bible says? Somebody else. Why must you run, the Bible says? Somebody else. That's it. You must run if you're going to obtain the prize. Anybody want the prize? If you want the prize, just run up here. Just run up here real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. That's all the prize I got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just like, you know what? I, I, I don't play the lotto. I don't play the lotto. I don't play the lotto, but the tickets have been cashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still preaching, sister. I'm still preaching. Pay attention. Pay attention. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. You got to do some things. An athlete who does not obey his coach will be dropped. Somebody said dropped. Dropped from the team. The word castaway means not approved. And I don't want to be a castaway. I'm the church. I want, some, I want someone to be able to look at me and say, you know what? Just by the way you look, you're different. You do it all right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm feeling you, brother. I want someone to say that I, you, you have the love of God in you because when I walk by folks, I say hello. I ain't crazy. I didn't lose my mind, and I ain't funny. How, how you doing? Good to see you. I ain't got to know you. As Christian young folks, what are you giving off when you go to school? What, what kind of signs and what kind of signals are you giving off? Folks can read you like a book and they're saying you ain't a holy book. Because you stick your nose up in the air and you act like you're not approachable. You hadn't disciplined yourself to say, God bless you. The other day I wore my Palm Sunday cross to work. The other Sunday was Palm Sunday, is that not right? And I visited a church, a Presbyterian church out in Waverly on Sunday, uh, uh, and they gave out uh, palms and palm, and palm uh, crosses. And the preacher challenged us. Don't, don't ever challenge me, Brother Nate. He, he challenged us. He said, with this cross, why don't you not only place it somewhere where you might remember it, why don't you be bold and wear it to 
work or to a public place. So Monday morning, I bust up in work as, 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 clean, as, as clean as I could be. Did you see me? With my, with my Palm Sunday cross on. Just waiting for someone to ask about the hope that lies within me. That I might spread the news that Jesus lives. As Christians, as the church, young people, if you are the church, you ought to be able to tell somebody that Jesus I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. You ought to be able to tell somebody that I love him and I'm not ashamed of what he's done for me. Not only do I love him on Saturday when I'm out of school, I love him on Monday morning when I get to school. You have to discipline yourself to understand something. That you can go as near and draw, you can go as near to God. I like that, Sean. You can go as near to Him as you want to be. You ought to tell somebody, I love the God that I serve. We had gotten to the other piece. If you self discipline yourself, if you discipline yourself, put governors on yourself. There are some things I just don't read, there's just some websites I don't go to, there are just some folks I don't hang around. There's some things I just don't do. Don't want to do it. I'm almost 50, but I was a good kid. What do I mean by that? My mama told me to do something. Guess what I did? On time. Right away. Without error. Without attitude. You've got to discipline yourself to understand something. If I were to discipline myself, I will not be disciplined. And when you start to self-discipline yourself, you'll draw into a system of accountability. Because you know what? You can't do it by yourself. You're the church. And the church is made up of many members. You ought to call on a friend every now and then. Because you can't do this thing by yourself. There are some things that you've confronted already that's worse than anything I've ever encountered in my whole life. And, 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 and I'm not saying you're bad. I'm not saying that you are, God has thrown you away. He will not throw you away. He loves you so much so that even in your mess, he wants to bring you out. Even in the midst of confusion, he wants to clarify and clear up your mind. Even if somebody hurts you, Christ still loves you. And we need to draw into a system of accountability. Let's read. Because it's a biblical command. Read. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. Bear ye one another's burden, and so fulfill the law of Christ. You know what? You can't do this thing by yourself. And if you are so spiritual, help somebody out. Help somebody out. The church. The Bible describes the church as the body. This symbolic description teaches us that the church is a spiritual organism where members are closely related to each other and interdependent on each other. We need one another. The church is also described as the household of faith. We read that earlier. This teaches us that we as a spiritual family should be concerned. Somebody say, I'm concerned. We should be concerned about the res and responsible for each other. Most Christians today do not even think that it's their business to be concerned about their fellow 
member. Isn't that sad? It's sad. Nate, I love you, man. We ought to be concerned. I had someone text, uh, send me an email today, and they said, is Pastor Alex okay? I got concern for Pastor Alex. Oh, let me call him. Is he okay? I think he's okay. I, text, I, I sent him an email back. I said, yes, I believe he's okay. He just did my slides for tonight for me, so I think he's okay. Uh, but should I call him? She says, no, you don't have to call him. I just sent him an email, and, and I hadn't heard back from him. We ought to be concerned about each other. When you, what, do you have a friend in here? What's your name? Debbie, what's your friend's name? Amelia, where's Amelia? Amelia, that's your friend. Are you concerned about Debbie? Would you just give her a hug? She just, you, you just need to be concerned. You just need to be concerned. We just need to be concerned about each other. When we hadn't seen folks in a long time, we ought to text them up and Facebook them up and call them. All right? We ought to be concerned about each other. You know what? If we're going to be really concerned about folk, we got to do it the Bible way. We've got to do it the biblical way. Here's how, the biblical way. If we find somebody that's messing up, and you know what messing up is? Messing up is not going to church. Messing up is not going to Sunday school. Messing, messing up is, is, is talking about folk. Messing up is having a bad attitude. We got to do it the biblical way. We are our brother's keeper, and if we find that our brother is struggling in any area, messing up or not doing what they ought to be doing, we ought to be concerned about them. We ought to go to them privately. Pri privately. You ain't got to get on the loudspeaker. You're messing up and you need to get it right. We need to go to them privately. You know what? If a brother wrongs you, go to him and show him his faults between you and him privately. If he listens to you, guess what? You what? We ought to be concerned about each other. Sometimes you can't do it by yourself. And if you can't do it by yourself, read that one. And I ain't talking about any friend. So I want to be very sure that you understood you need to phone a fellow believer. Someone who believes like you believe. The Bible says that if he does not listen, take another one with you, one or two, so that every word may be confirmed and upheld by the testimony of two or three witnesses. You know what? We ought to be concerned about each other. This system of accountability will not only keep us self-disciplined, but will get us to glory. Anybody want to go to glory? I, I, I do. I, I don't want to be living this hard, living right, and miss it. We ought to be concerned about each other. After we've gone to them privately, after we've phoned a friend, you know what? We can even tell somebody else. Because every now and then, us youth pastors are good for something. Yeah, every now and then, we, we, good, we good for something. You ought to tell somebody because the scripture says, if he pays no attention to them, refusing to listen or to obey, if your friend failed to obey, listen, if your friend failed to obey, tell your youth pastor. Johnny just slipping, dipping, and tripping. If he fails to obey and to pay attention to them refusing to listen and obey, tell it to the church. Tell it to your youth pastor. He's the church. Listen, I know what the problem is. This is why 
oftentimes we do what we do. If there's a way, which there, there is a way that seemeth right unto man and appears straight before him, but the end thereof, that is the way of death. You know what? Sometimes we don't do right because we think we know what we're doing. You need to acknowledge sometimes you do not know what you are doing. I know what the problem is. The problem is simply this. You know what? Sometimes we be hypocrite. We just be fronting. You hypocrite. We talking about somebody else, and guess who all messing up? It ain't my brother who's, who's dipping and slipping and tripping. Guess who's dipping, slipping, and tripping? You are. And you need to get it right before your brother gets it right. You got some stuff in your own eye. And if you get the stuff out your eye, guess what will happen to your brother? Listen. Listen. We got to get in, guys. Listen. We are as near, Sean, I love it. You, you, you put the icing on the cake for me, man. We are as near, we are as near to God as we want to be. Listen. We need to declare some things tonight. We need to go in. Anybody want to go in? We, we need, anybody want to get closer to him? Anybody want to discipline yourself? If you want to discipline yourself, just take your own hand and just hit yourself. Just hit you. You gotta, you gotta discipline your. You, you, ain't nobody gonna whoop you. You need to whoop yourself. You, you need to beat this thing into, into subjection yourself. Don't nobody need to tell you you're doing wrong. Don't, don't no one need to tell you you don't need to say that. No one needs to tell you you don't need to go there. No one needs to tell you to change that channel, take it off that YouTube video. No one needs to tell you that you need to get up and go to church on Sunday. I know it's tight, but it's right. Let me just tell you. You, you need to discipline yourself. 11 o'clock all over the world is church time. You just need to discipline yourself. I need to get there. I, I need to press my way. I don't even feel like going. Put your long, your, your, your sweatpants on, your T-shirt or your turtleneck, and get yourself to church. Get yourself. Somebody needs to start going back to youth group regularly. Not just when you feel like it and when there's a, a, a game show or when there's a game going on. You need to go to youth group when we ain't doing nothing but studying God's word. So that you might get it on the inside. How many of you want to get closer to him? If you would start track one, if you want to get closer to him, do this with me. Do this with me. If you really want to get closer to him, I don't want you coming up here faking. And I, dare don't, I, I really don't want to see any phony folks. I saw the phony folks this afternoon. Don't want to see any more phony folks. I, I want to see some folks that want to be sold out. I didn't tell, I didn't say that you got it all right yet. But you want to start beating yourself. You want to start pushing past the stuff. Pushing past the problem, pushing past the attitude, pushing past the discouragement, pushing past the stuff. You want to get in. You want to join a group of friends that have sold themselves out to him and have made up their mind that they want to go to heaven anyhow. You've declared and you've decreed that I want to be his because I am the church. I'm going to self-discipline myself. I'm going to bring myself into an accountability system that helps me when I'm sad. It helps me when I'm lonely. That helps me when I mess up. If you're that person, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We're just going to pray. That's all. I ain't going to knock nobody out. Come on. Give me just a little volume. Right here. And as you come to the altar, you begin to pray. No one's going to push you down. 
No one's going to push you down. No one's going to make you run around this building. You got to discipline yourself. You know what? Simple discipline is this. Simple discipline is closing your eyes. Simple discipline is lifting up your hands. Simple discipline says, Lord, here I am. Simple discipline says this. I messed up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Push, 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 push. Simple discipline says this. Lord, forgive me. Simple discipline says, Lord, take me back. Simple discipline. You know what? Says, Lord, I know what sin looks like. And I'm going to refuse. Push myself away from the things of sin. And draw myself closer to you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know what you said. You know what you did. And I declare today that if you would push, he would pull. I want to be all in. That means I know what I said. And I said, Lord, forgive me. I want to be all in. That means I know where I went. Won't go there anymore. I want to be all in. I want to be all in. I want to be all in. Listen to me. There, there are some of you that know each other. If you've got a friend in this place, or if you've got two friends, or if you've got three friends in this place, and if 20 of you are friends, I need you to break off into smaller groups. But get into groups of three or four and begin to pray for each other, okay? Real quick, just find somebody. Just, just three or four friends. Just get a group. If you don't know anyone and you see a young person standing by themselves, you tell them, I'll be your accountability partner. Come on, real quick, real quick, real quick. You don't don't talk, just pray. 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 Pray, pray, pray. This is called accountability. This says when you are in trouble. This says when you need help. This says when you need a friend, phone a friend. This says phone a friend. This says phone a friend. That's it. 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 This says I need help. This says I don't mind getting help. This says I don't mind confessing my faults to my brother. Because my brother is going to be accountable for me. I'm going to be accountable to him. This says I love myself. I love myself enough to stay away from sin. 
And tonight, I turn, I change, I confess, and I say, Lord, have your way in me. Thank you for my accountability partner. Thank you for accountability. Thank you for self-control. Thank you for this friend that's going to help me discipline myself that I might know your word, that I might know your way, and that I might walk it out in my life. Thank you, Lord, for doing it for me. We're in this together, guys. I'm all in. I'm all in. We're in it together. No more islands. No more islands. No more I can do it all by myself. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you love the Lord, say yeah. Come on, clap your hands and give the Lord thanks in this house. Come on, give him real thanks, real thanks, real thanks. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. You may return to your seats. Thank you so much for listening. Come on, you can return to your seats. I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. You are an awesome bunch. You are an awesome bunch. You are the church. And if nothing else, I want you to remember one thing. One thing. This is the takeaway box, guys. This is the takeaway box. I hope I haven't gone too far over my time. When we talk about Christian self-discipline and want to be accountable to our brother or our sister, last time, read. The ability to stay away from sin and do it that please God. Reading your word pleases God. Seeing your prayers pleases God. Being accountable to your brother or your sister pleases God. Obeying your parents pleases God. Telling a friend, phoning a friend pleases God. My prayer for you tonight is that you would be the church, that you would be the church, and that you would be self-disciplined and hold one another accountable. Can you say amen? God bless you today. Pastor Alex. You're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. All right, y'all. I think we're done. It's 9.06. I went about six minutes over, I think. God is great. We love you. Amen, amen. God bless you both. God bless you all.